As of 2017, there's an estimated 7.5 billion humans on planet Earth. And let's be honest, none of us have it figured out. We do our best to find a voice and stand out amongst those 7.5 billion people, but only a few of us are ever lucky enough to be heard. We wander around this planet searching for a sense of place, and oftentimes we gravitate towards public figures that stand in as the voice we are so desperately seeking. It's our way of saying, this is who I am, without ever uttering the phrase, this is who I am. Once we find that person that has the ability to verbalize what we feel, we can get caught up in a nearly impenetrable bubble where anything said to the contrary of that person, despite all of the evidence, can be waved off as lies or hating. The worst part about this phenomena is that there are some people on this planet that do have at least one thing figured out, and that's how to take advantage of people that use them as their voice. It's not hard to find. Politicians do it. Coal is coming back. Clean coal is coming back. 100%. Religious figures do it. We've seen midgets grow. We've seen arms and legs that stop growing because the growth cells that stop. I don't make this stuff up. And some shaggy-haired nutritionists do it as well. I'm David Wolf, and I'm here to tell you about what got me here and probably what got you here. So gather around, children. I have a story to tell. The story of the boy who cried. David Wolf. Our tale begins on August 6, 1970, in San Diego, California. This is the day that David was born, a child that would grow up one day to be the greatest liar nutritionist of all time. His mother was a nurse and his father an osteopathist. What is osteopathy, you ask? Well, it's a form of alternative medicine that focuses on massaging and other physical manipulation of muscle tissues and bones with the thought that if you hit the right spots, your body will magically heal itself like Wolverine. Let me see where you got hit. Don't bother. I heal real quick. You this is important this. to note because like his father, David would eventually grow up to dabble in alternative medicine. But there was something else David would take after his father. Scamming people. In 1995, Papa Wolf Gerald was convicted of medical fraud after a whistleblower in New Jersey went to the authorities and turned him in for making middle-of-the-night visits to nursing homes where he would enter notations on the patient's medical charts indicating that he had examined them, when he didn't. He would then turn those statements into insurance companies, and when it was all said and done, Gerald Wolf had scammed nearly $3 million from the government. Eight years earlier, David developed an intolerance to lactose. This is what set him on the path to explore other diets, and by the time he was 24, he was all about raw foods. Flash back to 1995, the same year his dad was arrested, and coincidentally, David starts a company with his buddy called Nature's First Law. He was a good businessman, and by 2005, the company had over $6 million in revenue. A lot of this money came from the endorsements of celebrities. This is where he also started dabbling in pseudoscience, using Curlian photography, a photographic technique used to capture electrical coronal discharges, which give an image an aura-like glow. To put it simply, he would show people Curlian pictures of raw food versus Curlian pictures of cooked food, then tell people raw food had a brighter glow because it had more energy and presumably some sort of spiritual presence. But as it turns out, yeah, that's bullshit. Everything glows in Curlian photography, whether it's a squash or a quarter. To take a Curlian photo, all you have to do is set the item on a metal plate, then set an electrical charge to it. 
The brightness of the glow is dictated by the moisture around the item. That's it. While beautiful, it's not a documentation of a life force or a food item's energy. Still, people bought into it, and his fame grew. In that same year, he would appear on the reality show Mad Madhouse as the naturist slash nutritionist. A vampire. A witch. A voodoo priestess. A naturist. Everybody creates their own reality. And Kelly was imprinted with something probably it started in her youth. He was also in a band that, while terrible, did do something pretty cool. They toured the country in a bus powered solely by vegetable oil. The early 2000s were David's time to shine. He founded another company called Sacred Chocolate, rebranded Nature's First Law to Sun Food Nutrition, and by 2012, he was a spokesperson for Nutribullet. Greetings, Nutriblasters. I'm David Wolf, and we're here to talk about a big question that I get all the time, almost every day. And the question is about oxidation, what it is, does All the while, he was building his brand. First of all, so you've been known as Avocado for, what, 16 or 20 years? How did you get that nickname? Well, in the early days, it was the three of us. It was my fr- myself, my best friend, and my cousin. Oh, yeah? Right, so cool. each one of them is like their own little superhero thing with their own albums, and then they get together and they make their own, you know, records right. together or something. Right, nice. And, but we couldn't think of something for me, and then one day I was looking through my cousin's notebook, and he had their Fats Avocado as a potential name for me, and I was like, dude, that's clever. Then yeah. he started pushing other nonsensical pseudoscience stories about mushrooms from space. Mushroom spores have been found at every altitude of the Earth, right up into the troposphere, because they can levitate off the planet, because they're surrounded by a shell of Ormus, which actually is trying to get to the center of the sun. Or salt keeping water from floating off the planet. And that's why in a desert climate, it's more important to have salt because you can get your body is like wanting to evaporate up into the heavens. So therefore you need more salt to hold the, everything onto the earth. The reason why the oceans are salty is that's what's needed to hold the, the water onto the earth. If that didn't happen, the water would levitate right off the earth. That'd be the end of it. But the salt and of course, chemtrails. Very rare. Is it? Like, oh yeah, no, when you're in like Florida, like I'm in Florida right now, the amount of spring that's going on here is alarming, scary, frightening. Right. And impossible to explain away as commercial jet aircraft. It's like, how can on a Monday, you have all the spraying going on? Right. But then Tuesday, there's no planes up in the sky. Well, they're going to tell you, they're going to tell you it's weather. It has to do with, uh, you know, vapors. But he needed more. A platform to reach millions across the planet. A place where fact checking was nearly non-existent. A place where he could scam more people out of the money, just like his dad. Eventually, David Wolf made his shift into the social media world with his own Facebook page. I had difficulty finding when this happened, but it doesn't matter. What matters is why. That reason is because why the hell not? No matter how many fluffy feel-good memes you read on his page, don't be naive enough to believe it was all done by the goodness of his chakra-aligned heart or whatever else mumbo-jumbo. He may not be preaching about how physical objects aren't actually valuable, but we did find him bragging about his net worth during a visit to Google as well as during one of his many cult meetings. I, I mean seminars. Really, really an honor to be here at Google. Google has been near and dear to my heart because the first day that the stock came out, I bought it. <laughs> Check this out. I made so much money on it, I bought a house. 
And so my house was paid for by Google stock. It's the most outrageous goal ever, build your own spaceship. But you know what? I believe strongly because I've done it in my life. I'm the, I'm the wealthiest hippie on earth. I probably am. But I've made more money than most anybody's made in their life. As of this recording, his Facebook page carries 10.5 million followers. That's more than Neil deGrasse Tyson, Bill Nye, Lin-Manuel Miranda, and Aziz Ansari put together. And individually has more followers than Senator Sanders, Justin Trudeau. That's just plain wrong. But I can at least calm my rage when I see NASA and IFL blow him out of the water. So why Facebook? Because there are a few other places on the internet where you can post complete nonsense with no consequences and capture the hearts of the lazy and the needy. You see, there's a formula to this madness, and it's not that much different than your friendly neighborhood dealer. He often shares, if not mostly, reasonably sound content. At least feels that way. At the moment of this recording, some of his recent posts are about not making fun of someone who speaks broken English because it means they know another one or a feel-good video about how a new vending machine takes recycled bottles in exchange for dog food. All reasonable and, dare I say, decent stuff. This garners him shares and more views on people's timelines due to how Facebook rewards pages in its algorithm. An algorithm I personally hate, but I digress. The problem is, he builds legitimacy to new followers' minds due to our current nature of laziness and dislike to personal research. Eventually, your feed will get hit with this pseudoscientific nonsense, and that is exactly where it gets dangerous. People tend to trust short one-minute composed videos with high production quality that attempts to sum up a large complex study, all the while throwing in his own bias in a semi-related fashion, adding his own branding while stealing and skewing others' content. This is dangerous and so frustrating because I've witnessed how lazy we've become. We've come to the point where anyone thinks a view is legitimate because they researched it, when in reality they ran into it on accident or googled a question with confirmation bias and got exactly what they were searching for without doing any proper peer research and it really destroys the value of the word research. As an educated person, it's healthy and encourages personal growth to be involved in debates with those who don't completely agree with your point of view, to discuss the gray areas. I tried finding something on the level of the Bill Nye versus Ken Ham debate. Unfortunately, the only thing available is interviews with other cult followers. Hardly useful, but evident in how well he can back up his magic foods. On David's website, which I'm not going to regurgitate, he displays a very rock star and heroic self-image and personal expert to CEOs and celebrities. This was tough to find and really could only find hints but nothing corroborated. David Wolf claims to have been a personal friend to Steve Jobs. It may have been one way, but the only connection I found was that Jobs was one of the first 10 customers to a raw food and product company David co-founded. The article shows that Jobs was interested in the raw food diet, but nothing more specific. Talk about making a big thing about nothing. The only better corroboration was a blog post found on an unrelated raw food diet company that I won't bother naming and giving them traffic. If you're truly into that nonsense, you'll need to go into the show notes where we link all of our sources. On that blog, there's a post dated January 8th, 2009 a few days after Jobs made a public statement of his health and how it was time to treat it. Your reaction to the Steve Jobs news? Well, my first reaction is, look, 
I know Steve Jobs. I admire uh, 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 almost everything he's done. I'm glad he's taking a leave of absence so he can focus on getting better. And uh, I think uh, a lot of this wild medical speculation when people don't know the facts. He never went into specifics, but Jobs being the rebel, it was often speculated he attempted to heal his cancer naturally. This blog post goes on to mention how Jobs contacted them personally for a subscription to their magazine years earlier in 1998. Good evening, everyone. Thanks, Aaron. We are sticking with, obviously, with the breaking news, truly heartbreaking news for the tens of millions of people who own Apple products, but who think of themselves as fans, not just customers. Apple co-founder, chief wizard, and former CEO Steve Jobs has died at age 56. The cause of death not yet known. I only point this out because this blog is still active, and it sure as hell has made no mention at all of Steve Jobs' death, a death that could have been avoided if alternative medicines like homeopathy was avoided by Jobs from the start, according to multiple sources. It also appears that Woody Harrelson and David Wolf are lifelong friends. That's all fine and dandy because there's only one thing we should look up to actors, and that's their ability to entertain. Take a look, it's a goddamn hostess truck. Yeah, I see that, a hostess truck. So what? I could use a Twinkie. So personally, it adds no more credit to the viability of Mr. Wolf's products, because that would be like me liking Kanye West for his dating advice and not his production quality. A blog is an excellent way to source a person's personality outside of the wacky concepts they may believe. People have a tendency to spill it all. From my highly unscientific observation of the online life of these candidates, the believers are either lazy or believed to be inferior and therefore generating skills out of nothing. Some have good intentions like recommending people volunteer. The pattern I'm noticing though is his dedicated followers are often uneducated and lack any real skills. They seek acceptance and believe becoming closer to the earth or other spiritually unmeasurable traits could put them in a light that is no longer inferior to the educated or critical thinker. They educate themselves purely on the internet without checking any sources and ignore evidence once it no longer meets their criteria. For example, a Reddit user I found by searching for David Wolf is a firm believer in his ways, but is also the moderator of some pseudoscience subreddits like Do Not Vaccinate, Chiropractics, and Cancer Cures, a subreddit strictly dedicated to healing cancer naturally. Then there's the lazy fans who want a quick fix for their problems. Maybe they're low on energy, are dealing with anxiety, or have a weight issue. The same people that get stuck into multi-level marketing schemes that promise to squeeze the fat out with a magic band or turbo boost your metabolism with some non-FDA approved pills. And listen, I know exercise can suck, but look at it this way, at least our bodies are naturally so highly efficient at using energy that it's a good thing so much work is necessary to burn calories. It means you're alive and still have a chance at the weight loss as long as your heart is beating. This is how, you know, this is what's real, and in fact, Synchronicities can't be duplicated through the scientific method because they're a-causal and they're a one-off. It happens and that's it. And it can't be it can't be replicated. So that right there, the phenomenon falls out of the scientific method. Listen, it's time to stop the spread of pseudoscience and its friends like fake news. 
It's easy to get racked up in some two minute Facebook video that teaches you all the tips, tricks and hacks for life. Life isn't meant to be that easy, and if any of this pseudoscience tricks actually worked, we'd live in a perfect world. Trust me, it isn't an issue of not communicating the tricks to getting girls to like you, learning to talk to anyone, eating the one fruit that will burn more calories than you ingest. The government isn't hiding cures from you. Big Pharma wouldn't pass up a chance to charge you for the cure of AIDS. It isn't mind control vaccines or vaccines that lead to autism or other diseases. Your food isn't being genetically modified to poison you. Controls aren't poisoning chemicals. Stop spreading this, be a part of the solution and unfollow David Wolf and never share anything associated with him. As Dan from a science enthusiast Facebook page says on one of the best t-shirts, Vaccines work, GMOs are safe, everything is a chemical. It may sound obvious, but the main reason people believe fake news is because they want to. They already hold similar beliefs, so any new information or opinion just strengthens those beliefs. On the flip side, the more skeptical of any information that contradicts their understanding. You okay, Mulder? Yeah. Whatever you're feeling, you did the right thing. It's just that fun. I believe him. Sometimes when you want to believe so badly, you end up working too hard. This phenomenon is known as confirmation bias. It is both the foundation and the biggest obstacle of fake news and even real news. Because of confirmation bias, it can be very difficult to change people's opinions no matter how much new evidence becomes available. For better or worse, it's hard to change someone's mind. An idea can be like a comfortable chair or your favorite t-shirt. You get used to it so it always feels right, even when it becomes outdated and no longer supports itself. This makes misinformation incredibly hard to counter with facts. One name that's gained not only notoriety but surprisingly credibility in recent years is Infowars.com. The website has been labeled fake news by a number of publications. The reason for that boost appears to be none other than Donald Trump. He frequently referenced the site during his presidential run and even gave them an interview. The site is reportedly the origin of Trump's accusation that millions of illegal immigrants voted for Hillary Clinton in the 2016 presidential election. Donald Trump has spoken very highly of not only the website, but its creator and founder, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. He was a nice guy, actually. You like him? Oh, that's good. Alex was an Alex Jones. Nice guy. I know. Alex Jones is most famous for the outlandish conspiracy theories that he believes spreads and appears to be starting himself in some cases. Some of the site's greatest hits include the government is complicit in countless terrorist and lone gunman attacks such as Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook is a synthetic, completely fake, with actors in my view, manufactured. I couldn't believe it at first. Another one was that Hillary Clinton is running a child sex ring out of the D.C. area. All the Pizzagate stuff as a checkmate instead of them using this against our government. They recruited pedophiles in the government. You know, have my reporters covering Pizzagate, and, I, and I've mentioned it some. Pizzagate, as it's called, is a rabbit hole that is horrifying to go down now. You may have heard that one referred to as Pizzagate because the headquarters of the operation was supposedly a pizza restaurant. Then there's the theory that the U.S. government is controlling the weather somehow. Finally, there's the theory that former Fox News host Glenn Beck is a CIA operative. Going over to do, uh, you know, CNN. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but you know, Glenn Beck and his quote people don't, you know, don't want you in here. They're throwing fits, and you know, they've got pull in the government. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, man, the guy's the government. Glenn Beck is the government. 
That's right. Conspiracy theorist Alex Jones has conspiracy theories about conspiracy theorists. I guess there's no honor among these guys, but honestly, we should know better by now. We should expect this kind of thing to happen and we should know not to give these guys attention. That's what makes this David Wolf story so fascinating. He pushes some conspiracy theories that just don't have any real endgame, like the Earth being flat or mushrooms coming from space. Oh yeah, this guy's got quite a few hits as well. Despite the fact that there is no evidence to support him, he claims that genetically modified foods can actually cause cancer. Almost all scientists believe that these foods are safe to eat, but because of people like Wolf spreading misinformation, only 14% of Americans believe that. If you have a Facebook page, you've probably seen images claiming that vaccines cause autism. David Wolf has pushed that idea and tacked on cancer to that as well. Not only is there no evidence telling vaccinations to cancer, the study linking them to autism has been proven to be fraudulent, poppycock, rubbish, claptrap, drivel, balderdash, bullshit, or simply fake news. With a growing trend of fake news, intentional or otherwise, fact-checking has become more popular than ever. Sites like Snopes and PolitiFact are at the forefront of the fact-checking media. They are the most trusted, but with great power comes great responsibility. If you've taken the role as political lie detectors, it's crucial that you provide accurate information consistently. They recognize that and take their role very seriously. A major struggle that anyone in the information industry faces is how to handle information that could be injurious to their friends or even themselves. Both Snopes and PolitiFact deal with this with transparency and precision. They dissect the statements in question and analyze it piece by piece. A reader can see that an author has a bias and decide to dismiss the content altogether, but they still get a better understanding of the facts and why there was any discrepancy to begin with. When PolitiFact or Snopes publish articles that don't meet their standards of transparency, they get called out for it. These fact checkers aren't perfect, but they have proven to be very reliable over the years. It's always been hard to know what to believe when it comes to the news. These days it seems like there's an additional layer to peel away to get to the truth. The best way to avoid falling for fake news is to refer to multiple credible sources. Try not to get all of your information from one place, and don't fall for charismatic personalities. It's easy to believe in people who believe in themselves. These people speak with conviction because they want you to know that you're not alone in their thinking. You should have a healthy skepticism when someone presents an idea as fact with no evidence. And finally, stay curious. After all, there's no such thing as a dumb question. Listen, I'm sorry, Shepard, but you've cried wolf too many times. You've betrayed our trust. We simply cannot believe you. But, but, but Mayor, I can prove it this time. Who do you think you're fooling? Yeah, right, sure. I guess the sky is falling. Hey, we've heard it all before. You pulled the wool right over our eyes too many times with all your lies. So who do you think you're fooling? Yeah, right, sure. And so mushrooms are, in fact, not from here. There was the flood. And then the earthquake, the monster fur balls, the giant snails, the attack of the trees, and then the quicksand, the million ticks, and the killer whales coming up with the earth horse, the walking bushes. You have us running from a hundred foot cow. So tell us how when you infect us. Do you expect us? 
to listen now. We were born yesterday, you know. If that didn't happen, the water would levitate right off the earth. That'd be the end of it. Do you think you're fooling? Yeah, right, sure. I guess the sky is falling. Hey, we've heard it all before. You pull the wall right over our eyes too many times with all your lies. Who do you think you're fooling? Yeah, right, sure. And they're being concentrated in certain substances, like a deer's antler. that's going on here is alarming, scary, frightening. Yeah. I think you're fooling. Yeah, right, sure. I guess the sky is falling. Hey, we've heard it all before. You pulled the wool right over our eyes too many times with all of your lies. Well, who do you think you're fooling? I'm not trying to fool yeah, anybody. Right. Yeah, who do you think you're fooling? But if you, yeah, you only right. listen to me, who do you think you're fooling anyhow? <sighs> I am just trying to tell you that there is a wolf out there. Yeah, right, sure. Not so in the southern hemisphere. That can't be rectified on a symmetrical ball. It indicates that the sun moves and we don't. As far as I'm concerned, my study of this, heliocentric model is a nightmare. Complete garbage. Think about that. Thank you once again for joining us. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to subscribe to us and rate us on iTunes or whatever your favorite podcasting app may be. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitch at My Dumb Question to catch us live every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern. And remember, every question is a cry to understand the world. There's no such thing as a dumb question. <laughs>